Good morning. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Monday Morning Radio. And on this episode, we're going to be speaking on the topic of identity. So we have our executive producer with us off camera. If you guys are watching on YouTube, uh, mommy, what's up? Hi. Good to be here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you. All right. So what made you want to talk about identity today? Uh, well, I feel like identity helps us find our purpose faster. For sure. So if you don't know who you are, you can take a long time having, getting to your purpose, getting to what it is that you're supposed to be doing. For sure. But if you have a plain and clear identity of who you are, you can get to your purpose a lot quicker. So one thing I want to start with is identity. Is it created or is it given to us? Right. You know, which is it? I, what do you think? I personally think it's given to us. Actually, I take that back. I think it's created. You know, when you're okay. younger, it's given to you. Right, exactly. By your culture, by your uh, family, by where you grow up and where you're from. Your environment. Your environment. You know, me being uh, an immigrant, coming from a Ghanaian household, but growing up in America really young, it was hard to find an identity. It right. was hard because you was in that middle lane. Right. You know, I wasn't African enough for the African kids, and I wasn't black enough for the American kids. So it was always that in the middle. And I remember right. growing up, I was always friends with other immigrants because we all kind of had that same similarity where it was like, oh, we're, you know, <laughs> we both come from different, we all come from different countries. So we kind of just stuck in the middle of trying to figure out if we're American or are we where our parents brought us from. I feel like the topic of identity is especially hard when it comes to um, first generation anything, if children yeah. of immigrants, especially yeah. in this country, where, like you said, you're not American enough for your American friends, but you're not African enough or Italian enough or whatever for your people back, back home. Exactly. So it's like, where do you live on this hyphen? And a lot of us are living on this we're, we're, we're multi-hyphenated individuals. We're first generation American, this, that, 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 you know what I'm saying? We have, it's, we're, it's so multifaceted, you know? And I think that's really, really interesting. So like, where do you feel like your identity came from for you? When did you finally like reconcile, like, which one are you? Are you more I, African? Or are you more American? I had to find, I found out, I found out that growing up, you know, really going through the discovery of self, I realized that I am a true, in the sense of the word, African-American, mm -hmm. where I come from an African household, so right. I'm deep-rooted in that, but I'm also living in America. Right. So I'm picking up a lot of American culture. I'm growing up in America. I'm learning music. I'm, I'm, I'm into the culture. I You're love American. everything. I love everything about Black American. That's who I am. That It built my identity as well. Right. But also being African, it you gave go home, me culture. It's Africa. It's Africa. When right. I'm in the house, it's Africa. Right. So it gave me a culture. It gave me an identity of where I come from, where I right. started. Right. And America is what kind of helped me build my personality. And you knew that your uh, your your identity didn't come from like slavery. Like your history wasn't slavery. Exactly. And I that's can't. one thing I couldn't identify with with my Black American mm -hmm. friends. Is like. We actually don't have the same history. Mm. Even though we're both black, we both have the same skin color and we both deal with the same traumas and same, you know, yeah. you know, like experiences outside of the house. But 
my history is different. Yeah. And my parents made it clear. Right. And I was like, oh, you tell me I'm not American, but when I go outside, I'm dealing with the same thing. My exactly. friends, we're going through the same stuff. We're having the same feelings and we're going through the same battles. But when I come home, you're telling me that I'm this and it you're reminding me where I come from. Exactly. You're telling me how it's like, what it was like. I'm still eating the food. So growing up, it was hard trying to balance the two. But as an adult, I realized that's my greatest strength. It's one of having two cultures that, one, you know where you come from, and two, you know where you're at. Mm-hmm. And where you're, you can go. And where you can go. And you've been here long enough to understand the hurt of being a black American in the past, mm-hmm. experiencing mm-hmm. what it's like to be a black American, you know, but also having the identity of this is where I come from. This right. is where I started. Right. So I definitely go back to the uh, original topic. I definitely think uh, identity is I think it's give. I, you start off as given for sure, but then it's created through your formative years. Through your formative years, yeah. but then it's created. After that, everything your experience. Then it's your responsibility to who do you want to become now? Exactly. I feel like from maybe fifteen on, mm-hmm. especially when you leave the house. So that maybe maybe twenty to twenty on is when it's like now you can create yourself because your twenties you're out of the house most people anyway you're out of the house it's like who do I now want to become yeah. I don't even have to be Christian if I don't want to yeah you now start to make the decisions of who do I see myself as and I think that's when like you really have to because we talked about this another time about the Saturn return that's like at twenty seven to twenty nine when yeah. you really are thrown into adulthood like a crash course of adulthood of like what have been what have I been doing all this time who am I what do I want to be in the next coming years you know what I'm saying like you're no longer who you were told to be when you were younger it's by like your parents it's like a rebranding yeah. as soon as you turn 21 exactly cuz that's when it hit me when I was in the navy it's like I'm officially on my own I'm at war you're officially on your you own know? and I just discover what are my interests right. what is it that I like and it happens like almost every five years right exactly you're either growing it's a cycle of life every cycle, cycle of life, of life is yeah. what seven years I believe like yeah. literally they say you become a whole new person your cells literally every single cell in your body will have regenerated yeah. and turned into a new cell every yeah. seven years I think Yeah. so yeah it's a life cycle mm-hmm. and yeah you do go through that shift over and over and over yeah so I think identity is definitely created once you hit a certain part of your life. For sure. You do got to start creating and molding the person who you want to be. And if you don't really have an idea of who that is or right. how that person is, you end up getting lost in a cycle of chaos, so to speak. You start adapting other people's things you've heard, uh, things you heard from your past, who you thought you might have been. You trying to unlearn that, you know, so it, it takes a process. It's a process to try to just unlearn the past and find out who you are in the present. And I think one way to do that is by learning new things, by trying new things. You know, I know me diving into music and art and film really helped me discover, okay, I'm not this person who I thought I was. I'm not an athlete. I'm not this just random guy. Uh, when I was young, I'm not just random. I have a purpose. You know, I have a gift. And that took me just learning different things about life, me going out there and trying new things. So I definitely started to mold and create my identity by going into my interests, music, going into my other interests was fashion, art, media, and diving into every, trying every single one of those out to try to just hone in on who I am, you know. 
And then what your purpose then is once yes. you find out who you were. Mm -hmm. And walking in that. And once you find that, I feel like things start to become clear and not easier, but the path isn't as rocky because you're not getting distracted by what this person's doing, what's that person, or you're not confused that with part. yourself. You know, you found your feet, you found your footing, you're kind of planted and you're walking in those steps every single day. And all you're doing after that is just elevating who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Leveling up. So like in mm -hmm. your personal story, I know you went through a little bit of that, like as far as like going into the Navy, just trying to get out of Houston, trying to get out of where you grew up and knowing that the world is so much bigger than what you've seen your whole life. So like, what was that like going out of uh, the Navy and now literally having to like figure life out outside of the Navy and figuring out, oh shoot, who am I now? It wasn't that hard because I knew my identity wasn't into the military. Right. So it was either that stay in something I know it's not me or take a chance on every all the interest that I'm feeling, all the interest that I'm trying to dive into. So leaving the military and finding and trying to go discover what my identity was was easy. Mm -hmm. But But the journey wasn't. But the journey wasn't. Right? <laughs> Cuz it's like, "Oh, I found out okay, Hey, I thought I wanted to be a music producer and I found out I was actually good at it. And then being in the studio after a while, I realized, oh, I don't like sitting in the studio for hours at a time. Right. I love business. So I dove into business and then I started like, okay, well, I love this business stuff, but I also still like creating. Yeah. So got into media, got into film. And I was like, okay, man, I'll never forget. I was on set. And this was when I finally started getting on bigger sets. So I have a huge crew where I'm on set. And this is after a while. This is when you started directing? This is when I really started directing. And being on set after a while, I'll never forget this day. I remember calling action and thinking to myself, I don't feel like doing this anymore. Mm. And it started to kind of like, I started to think like, oh, damn, who am I? Like, right. What the hell am <laughs> like, I doing? I've done too much at this point in my life to be like, to go oh, back. I don't feel like doing this anymore. Like, I didn't want to be a master of none. That right I didn't want to be a person that was just good at a bunch of right. stuff. Right, jack of all trades, and, master of none. But never really just a master at something. Mm. So I felt myself going down that lane and I started to panic and I was like, oh man, what? I don't want to just jump into something else. But I knew there was some way I could take everything that I've learned, all everything that I was interested in right. and put it into one. To some and I think that's where I'm at right now where it's like, okay, I've taken everything I've learned. Let me try to operate it all at once. Right. What does that look like? Right. What does that look like? What does that look like? You know, so that's where the stage I'm at right now in life. And I love it because it's finally like gave me a little more peace to find, okay, cool. I'm trying to learn how to take everything I'm, I've uh, done in the past and put it all into one. What does that look like? Right. And that's the journey that I'm in right now. So I feel like, I feel like there's a lot of uh, challenges in it. Yeah. There's a lot of challenges in, in rediscovering yourself again. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's the whole part. That's the whole process of life is you continue to rediscover yourself. New interests. Exactly. And re, like starting from zero and rebuilding yourself. Starting now you're from having zero to find and out rebuilding your, yourself. What's your identity now in this stage of life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in order to move forward and to level up into the person that you now want to become mm -hmm. using all of what you've learned in your past life, not your past life, but like in, in your past you know you're now trying to like make it all make sense to the person that you want to be and that goes back to that multi-hyphenated person that I was talking about you know you're you can you're music engineer producer director this this we're we're in an era 
and time that the access to information, access to just everything is just so much. The door is open. Yeah. The gates are open mm. and you can do and be anything that you want. Absolutely. And it's so beautiful, but it can be so challenging, like you said, because then you become you can just dabble in so much that you become like a master of none. Yeah. But I feel like you can be master of all of those things. I definitely think now, yeah. especially nowadays, I feel like you can be a master yeah. of all those things because living in a world where everybody's trying to create content, trying right. to create media, you do have to do almost everything, everything. by yourself. Yeah. If you create content, you got to be the audio engineer sometimes. Exactly. You got to be the cameraman. You got to exactly. be the producer. So taking having all of those skills has become like super beneficial for me. Hell yeah. I can be in any room, any room and be able to like communicate, articulate my vision. I could be in a room with musicians, exactly. artists, executives, and know how to like move and just speak within that world. So I don't think I made any mistakes in the past. Yeah. I feel like everything that I did was for a purpose. And as soon as I lost interest in doing those things, it was cause I needed to move on to do mm. this just so I can gain the knowledge and keep moving on to what I'm doing now. That's good. So I'm very appreciative of the steps that I've taken so far. And I'm, very humble about where I'm at now because now I need a clear vision of how to mold everything and put it together and let it all operate at once you know what I'm saying yeah yeah and the journey going through that is so like uh, like when you're going through it yeah. you're just like what the hell am I doing what the is my life like where am I going but man seeing like the trajectory of your life what you've been able to do up until now like it was all for a reason yeah. and there was purpose in every single thing and much in my life like everything that I've done leading up to certain like milestones mm -hmm. it was all for a reason yeah like you needed to go through all those things in order to like bring you where you are now where you now like I'm gonna become a media uh entity and that's why I say I'm humbled by it because when you're going through it, you you have all types of ups and downs. You're yeah. thinking, I thought I was going to be puffed by 28. Child. I thought I was going to do this, this, We thought this. a lot of things. We all thought and we were going to be. Not Ooh. knowing that, okay. And I started to feel bad when I would lose interest in certain stuff. Because I started thinking I was being fake. And right. I was like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, like, nah, it was all for a purpose just to get here. So now I don't put too much stress on myself about the process. Mm. I just try to stay focused on the mm. thing. Like each individual project, what is it that I'm trying to create? What skill do I need to get this project to the next level? Do I need to be audio engineer? Do I need to be a producer? Do I need to be an executive? Whatever it is that I skill that I need to bring to a certain project, I know I can just pull it out, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and not be too hard on myself where like I used to in the past and be like, oh man, uh, I wasted my time doing this. Right. I wasted my time doing right. that. It, it was never a waste of time. It was never so a waste of time. So all of that helped build the identity of who I am now. Right. And I'm so interested in like molding the person I am now to take, so five, six, seven years from now, when I see what I've built, I was like, oh man, I, not just like physically, but like internally what I've built, I can take that and build the next identity for myself, mm -hmm. you know? And do you feel like, do you derive a lot of who you are from what you're doing? Or do you feel like it comes from who you are? Because I sat in a, a women's group one time and like they asked us to introduce ourselves by what, who we are, not what we do. And I was like, ooh, that's real. And it got, it sent a lot of us into a tizzy because everybody was like, 
prepared to talk about, I do this, I do this, and I'm this, and I'm this, because we're so, especially in American culture, we're so prepared to introduce ourselves by what we do. How then can you respect me and put value on me because of what I do and yeah. what I know and how I can connect you? Like, But in Europe and other places in life, like other places in the world, it's tacky to talk about to what talk you do. About what you do. It's actually really tacky to go up to someone and be yeah. like, what do you do? Yeah. So it's like, that really made me think, dang, who am I outside of what I do? Because you know, that's where your real identity is. I had to come across that part of my life because I was, I couldn't find a way to articulate what I do because I did so much. Mm, so mm-hmm. whenever I would go to parties, events, so, and people ask you, what do you do? I was always confused. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I do. Da, da, da. I didn't want to get into that paragraph explanation right. of what I do. And then you so sound, I was always speaking to who I am. Okay, good. Okay, you know? so you always were mostly like, this is who I am. Yeah. Not, okay, okay, that's and good. I, and luckily, I was always in a service type of business, okay, service good. type of background. You know, I was always serving people, whether it was engineering, I was always serving the artists. If it was executive producing or whatever, I was always serving I love that. the talent. I love so that. I was just always a person of service. Well, that's, I love that. So, so you would say, so somebody comes up to you like, oh, what do you do? You're like, I'm a servant oh, leader or what? I say, I'm here to serve. Oh, I would I just say, oh, I'm here to serve. Whatever I you love need, that. I can help you achieve your goals. I love that. You know, you know so I went to another like kind of networking event and then another lady, uh, you know, especially networking event, everyone, yeah. what do you do? What do you do? And again, what do you, and everybody mm-hmm. wants to sound important. Everyone wants to sound like they're, you know, whatever. And I love her response. And I was like, wow, I, that really touched my heart. And I'm going to hopefully be that same, that same kind of person to be able to do that. She was like, um, how can I help you? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. I love that. Yeah. How can I help you? Yeah. And just like you said, I'm here to serve. It's because it takes the center, um, the focus off of you as the center and just says, I'm here. I'm a vessel. I'm here to help you. I'm just here to be used however I can be used. And it's taking it away from like, I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I love if, that. Yeah, especially if. You're talented at multiple things. Right. I can't put a name. It took so much pressure off me when I just identify myself as being a servant. Ah. So I was like, oh, and it it felt right to me. And I was like, yo, this is who I am. That's who you are. I love helping people build uh, their projects, building their ideas, making them come to life. I take passion and take in taking something that was just a thought, a conversation, and now we manifest it into real reality. So I really took upon that identity of just being of service, and it's opened up so many doors. Instead of just saying, "Yeah, I'm I'm a producer. Yeah, I'm a, a director. Yeah, I'm this, this, this. Yeah, I wear many hats, and you'll see that I wear many hats through my service. You'll see that I'm everywhere. That I can. And I feel like when you do put your identity into what you're doing, yeah. like you, wear, you said, you wear many hats. So what happens if you're no longer wearing a certain hat? You know what I mean? Like yeah. what, for people that tend to put too much emphasis on what they do to identify who they are, because you get, I mean, and, and it's hard not to. If you've dedicated 20 years to, um, you know, science or to research, for example, yeah. and you're, you're uh, a scientist, I don't know. Imagine if all of a sudden, you know, your your company loses all funding and you're no longer. What do you what do you call yourself? What do you, call yourself? you were so used to going to events and saying, I'm a scientist and, did, and you have so much pride and you should. And a title. You, you had a title. Mm-hmm. You should have so much pride. You're doing amazing, important work. But what happens when the carpet is pulled up 
off under you. Who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Because you put so much of your identity in that thing that when it's gone, who then are you? Then people get sent into depression. Then you don't know who you are anymore because so uh, doctors, for example, I feel like that's the best example. Mm -hmm. They are a doctor by profession and by like, um, by like who they are, are. like yeah. their servants, mm-hmm. they they help heal people. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you're no longer doing that? Who are you then? Or like people who work in the corporate industry. Right. The military was a big example that of that. That one, yeah. I, I'll never forget one of my last years in the Navy, we had a senior chief, somebody who's been in the Navy maybe 20 something years, and he took a lot of pride in what he did. So I'll never forget when he retired, mm. They we had like a, 20, 30 minute party for him, say his goodbyes, and next thing you know, boom, somebody replaced him. <laughs> and I remember seeing him a couple months afterwards, hey, literally, uh, I seen him a couple months afterwards, and he was just like, a, he looked lost. He looked lost. And a couple years later, we heard this individual killed himself because <gasps> no. he took away no. something that he held like, this is wow. my identity. I am right. this in the United States Navy. So was after he a general that, or something like was he someone? He was big? a senior chief, which was wow. it's a pretty big position, right? You know, and he so worked he hard, respect. and you got to work hard for that. So Damn. he had respect, he had a lot of stuff. So when you took that away from him, I guess he didn't know who he was. He was probably in there for decades. And he was in there probably since he was a kid. Damn. Probably since he was eighteen, and this man was probably forty something. Damn. And it's like, man, and in the corporate industry as well. I've had friends in the corporate industry who had titles like I'm an executive, this or I'm a, a engineer or this, this, this. And as soon as you take that away from them, they're lost. So I'm so happy that I learned mm. not to, mm. by accident, mm-hmm. uh, put my identity in what I do, but in who I serve, mm. you know, in the things that I, the things that I help build, you know, what I, what I contribute to the world and to others. That's, I'm very, I take pride in, okay, man, <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of pressure off my life. Right, right. Just finding that part of my life, you know? And then you're more flexible. You're mm. not stuck in exactly. one place yeah. you're not stuck into thinking that oh I can only do this yeah. you know you have the flexibility because mm-hmm. you're you're identifying yourself by what you want to contribute in the world yeah. rather than what you're currently doing exactly you know what I mean yeah and I personally think I personally think nobody should do the same thing for the rest for their whole life right I feel like we have we're too big of people you have too yeah. many interests to stay in one thing but by all means hey if that is your lane that is your lane you know more power to you but I feel like you have it in you you have so many interests why not if I was to create a society I would have people have 10 year stints on what they do mm. so for 10 years if you're a doctor for 10 years you'll try something else mm. So if That's you're cool. an engineer, if you're an artist of this for 10 years, all right, cool. You, you develop that because it takes about 10 years for you to really master something. Yeah. Is there a society like that? I don't know. I don't know. But it sounds great because then it keeps you growing as human beings. You don't get yeah, stagnant. Yeah. You keep learning. You know, flow. it keeps a flow of things. You continue to grow. You continue to educate yourself, you know. So educate others. That's too. something I truly believe is that. We're always growing. Yeah. We're always. always growing. So whatever our interest in, we should be able to grow on that or just be able to like move on and do different things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah we yeah. should never be just stuck in one lane. Right. Or just in one career. Right. You know? Well, you should be able to explore all your, your interests. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like 
That reminds me, I feel like, I don't know if there was a European, I feel like that would be something that some European country like Sweden or some shit is they, doing. They usually got a lot of things figured out, me? so like, I feel like they might have that No, because I know in Ghana, there's there's a, um, you know, when you come out, there's that one year um, national service. Yeah. You have to do one year of national service when you come out of high school or you're 18. You yeah. have to dedicate, I think everyone has to do this, right, mm-hmm. in order to. Uh, in, Israel, the in Israel, everybody joins the military right. for a while and so before in, they start their so life. So in Ghana, it's not, luckily it's not military service, but yeah. they let you choose where you want to serve your one year. Yeah. So I feel like that allows you to kind of open your eyes to yeah. different things. And yeah. at the end of the day, exposure to different things is what allows you to see what you're um, not only interested in, but what you're also good at yeah. so that you can figure out what else you can do. I know growing up, like I didn't have my mom and dad there to tell me, try this, try this, or push me to do this and push me to do that. So I had to push myself like on my own to be able to do that. And I remember telling myself in middle school, I was like, every every year after like seventh grade, I wanted to try something new every year. And luckily it's led me to where I am because I was always open to trying something new. That's something I wish I did a lot more of because once I found football, and uh, when I was young, I kind of just stuck with football. I, I wish I would have tried. And I mean, that's good. It's consistency. It's good. It's consistent. And, and I loved it. It shows I you loved discipline. It, but I wish I was good at theater. Mm-hmm. You know, I had my, my theater teacher wanted to get me in plays mm-hmm. all the time. But I was like, oh, no, that, that's not cool. What that's kind of squares. Now I'm like, oh, man, I wish I would have dove into that a little bit more. Yeah. I'd probably be a better speaker. Ah, you know? yeah, yeah. I wish I would have uh, uh, dove into media class. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I had all these little interests that I never really jumped on because I had nobody to tell me it's okay to do it. Mm, so, so I was just like, well, let me just stick with what I'm, what I know already. Yeah. But now that I'm an adult, I was like, man, I had all these interests, all those interests right. as a kid. I, I went straight for them as an adult. And I mean, that's good that you allowed yourself the yeah. space and permission. You gave yourself permission to go after all these things as an adult because you never want to be stuck in that, oh, what if, oh, what if. You honestly, I don't know if it's permission. I honestly think I didn't have a choice mm. because I wasn't good enough like since school to go get like a corporate job. And I just never saw myself working a corporate job. You are good enough. You just didn't want to. I just didn't want to. Yeah, you didn't want At the time. Right. But I seen myself like, oh man, I'm a career person and I like to be on the move. So there's no way I could work a corporate job. There's no way I'm staying in the military. So I really didn't have a choice but to dive into like entrepreneurship right. and in the arts. But that is giving yourself permission because you could have mm. still been like, no, I'm gonna go the so-called safe route yeah. and gone to do something else that you hate. But mm. because you felt like, oh, maybe that's the way that I have to go. Mm. You wouldn't have given yourself the, the, the space to do all those interests. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Mm. So that, that's really, that's really like, I admire that a lot. But at the same time, like you sticking to football also gave you that discipline that you needed at a young age oh, absolutely. and the consistency that you needed to show you that, like, if you want anything and if you want anything to be good, you have to work hard at it mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time in, in order to see um, something come out of it. And I feel like if you're long as you're moving forward in life, everything lines up. So if since I didn't do those things when I was young, I kept moving and somehow I found myself in it as well in it you know along the way so i feel like as long as you're not being stagnant right as long as you're trying things as long as you're as long uh, as, you're as long trying. as you're curious 
as long as your curiosity chasing that I'm, I'm always curious about stuff i'm always curious about like how people live life on this side of the world so i got into traveling i love traveling so i'm always curious and i'm always wanting to learn so i feel like that is something that also helps you build your identity you know taking those tools taking these things that you might learn from different cultures mm-hmm. from different people mm-hmm. from different experiences it helps build your character you know i think we had that conversation in the past about like even when it comes down to like who, where, what you identify yourself when it comes to beliefs and like your your spirituality, like where you were born, literally dictated what you were going to be. You know, because if I was born in the Middle East, I would be Muslim most likely, right? Or Arab, like you know, I would be of the Arab culture uh, and of the Muslim faith, because I was born in my household with my parents in my you know culture. I I was I, I was raised Christian Catholic, and so like that whole thing about like oh we know what's wrong, you know what I mean? Like who's right versus who's wrong? Like nobody knows. Nobody knows. You were born into a certain culture and identity from birth. You feel me? But as an adult, who do I want to be now? And it took me growing up and realizing like realizing that that oh, nobody knows for me to finally see that like actually I I'd rather be spiritual because I feel like I take from every other uh, faith and religion and and create my own connection to God. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that helps me have grounding or be grounded in my identity and knowing that like none of what I was taught when I was younger has to dictate who I have to be who as an adult, are. if that makes sense. Right now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're all individuals. We're all connected, but we're all living a certain individual life. So everything that we're taking from our experiences, from uh, from when we are born to who we are as adults, is something that we just that helps build who we are already. Certain things you could take, throw it away. I don't want to be this person anymore. But you can literally mold who it is that you want to be, who it is that uh, you want people who how it is you want to present yourself to the world you know so i definitely personally think on this topic that we start off by giving an identity most of us some people you know maybe not but most of us were all given an identity but as we grow as we progress through life we mold who we are you know we create who it is that we want to be especially in this time especially in this time so yeah that was great uh I feel like that was a great topic on identity, a great conversation on identity. For sure. Um, make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, check us out on all streaming platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Uh, tune, in, tune in to us every Monday morning. Uh, thank you to our executive producer for sitting in with us today. Thank you for having me. Like I said, guys, thank you guys again for all your support. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next Monday.